imagine you are familiar with the terminology that life has often been called a rat race. And with that comes negative connotations. But for those of us who follow Christ and believe in God, we believe life to be a gift. But it is not without its difficulties. And scripture tells us that life is often a race, something that requires a little bit of endurance with all the difficulties and struggles that come with it. But we also remember that in the midst of that race, there is so much joy, especially when we keep our eyes on Christ through it all. So we welcome you into this time to break away and to worship and to keep Christ as your focal point. So we welcome you here into this time and into this space to spend a little time with our amazing Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hello, friends. Greetings to you from Bentley Field in Livonia, Michigan. Today, our theme, as you heard, is don't give up. And so the passage that I chose to share with you today is from the New Testament, from Hebrews chapter 12. And the image that is struck is one of being in a race that we set forward to the race that is before us in following Christ. And so perfect location to be able to give this message to you today. Before I give it, I have to tell you um, something I thought I'd never say, especially all those years ago in seminary, is the other night I was on my Twitter account, and I have learned that I can follow people who really inspire me in the faith on Twitter, and one of those people is Pastor Craig Groeschel, and he had simply put up a sign that he took from driving on the freeway. There was a traffic jam, and of course, workers were everywhere, and there was a sign that simply said, don't give up. You know, one of those light em up signs that normally say traffic flows to the left or slow down or watch out for workers. And I just was struck that they used that sign to send an encouraging message for all of those people running by in their cars to get to somewhere else. Don't give up. So I hear these words from Scripture for you today. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Another nice way to say, don't give up. And I know exactly what I'm saying is we're in the fifth month, at least in Michigan, of COVID, where life has not resumed. We never imagined that we would be out so long from what we considered the normal everyday life happenings. And it's getting wearisome. And so this message comes to you as an encouragement today, just like that sign on the freeway, don't give up. And it comes from scripture. You know, one way that can help us not give up 
is to just spend time with God in prayer, to spend time in worship. And worship, you don't have to have a big congregation to worship. You can worship even alone in your quiet time with God or with maybe a prayer partner or a friend. And if you don't have a prayer partner, I would get one. Always nice to have someone to share your story with, especially in times of the adversity of COVID. And so I want to take this one step at a time. So therefore, which is Paul's way and the New Testament way of saying, oh, get ready, because here it comes. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. So just unpack that for a minute. Surrounded by the great cloud of witnesses could mean all those folks in the Bible, the Moses, the Abraham, the Ruth, all those people that really inspire us in the faith who were through great adversity as much and more of the adversities we're in today. And those folks are in our cloud. So imagine we have Jesus praying for his disciples, all of us in the New Testament. So know every day that Jesus is holding you in prayer and that the great cloud of witnesses, they're all rooting for us. It's meant to be a blessing. It's like having people in the stands of your life who you know will always be there to cheer you on. And so Moses may be there in your bleacher seat. And then you might have family and friends. I gave a message to our senior class and asked them to think about all the people in their lives that have inspired them to greatest faith. And some may be people they never met. Perhaps someone like Mother Teresa or Martin Luther King Jr. And some may be people like your next door neighbor, your BFF for years and years your spouse, anyone you have a relationship with. And there may even be some people in those bleachers that have just given you a hard time, but because they have, they've brought greater faith out of you. They've helped shape you. They help you run the race. And so remember your cloud of witnesses has your fans in the bleacher seats. And then it says, let's throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. So what do we need to throw off? What, what, what is it? Is it a habit we just have been meaning to get rid of? Perhaps we were starting before COVID hit on changing some aspect of ourselves that we didn't like. Maybe it was the diet. Maybe it was, maybe I should finish that degree or set forth in finding a new opportunity for work or perhaps even a new relationship. What is it that now continues to weigh us down? Because to get through adversity, you don't want the weight of anything that would slow you down at all. And then when we talk about sin, separation from God, what is it? What is that sin? And we are all sinners, all of us. What is that sin that continues to hold you back or keep some distance between you and Christ? Now's the time to do a little self-evaluation so that we can continue to run as disciples of Christ. And then I, this is my favorite part of this passage. Let us run with perseverance. So that's not like saying um, it's, it's a short, you know, one mile. It's even a short sprint. Run with perseverance. So we all know up front that to follow Jesus, 
It's a big run. It is a journey, and we need to keep persevering just as he did. And here's the words that catch me. Run with perseverance the race marked out for us. So a lot of times we let the expectations of others kind of dictate our pace and our race and our life. Perhaps it's a parent that always wanted you to grow up and play piano or become the surgeon, but you didn't want to play piano. You wanted to dance or you felt called to go another direction. And maybe for a while you went their direction. The scripture passage tells us there's a race and it's just for us. What is it that God is calling you to do in relationship and work in life? That's all your own. And sometimes what hinders us can be something we've done in the past or a memory we keep going over and going over that we just can't shake loose. It's slowing us down. So what is it that we can do to run with perseverance and to maybe shake off some old baggage that Jesus has long forgiven us for so that we can run in the sun on the open track? And then let us fix our eyes on Jesus. So that's the hard one. Not on your bank account, not on people's expectations of you, not on anyone who's ever stood in front of you and said, oh, you're going to wear that? Oh, you're going to do it that way. Uh, yeah. How can we shake ourselves loose of that? And Jesus tells us, all you got to do is keep your eyes on me. And how true is that when you're in some kind of adversity? You're always looking for a focal point. Anyone who's been an athlete, a dancer, knows that sometimes when your body's being pushed and you can barely get out of breath, a focal point always helps. So let Jesus be that focal point. And Jesus deserves to be your focal point because he is the author and the perfecter of our faith. And why does he do what he does? Out of joy. Out of joy. And it even goes on to say that he even endured the cross because of joy for all of us. I know you've heard it before, perhaps, when people say, if you'd have been the only person on this planet, Jesus would have done that for you. But it's true. It's so true. His love for you is so great. When he sits on the throne at the right hand of God, it says, scorning, scorning the shame of all those who persecuted him, of all those who did that. And how loving was he that on that cross, he forgave everyone. And he went to that cross even for his greatest critics. So when you're living into your call, when you have interests that perk your your energy level, when you have gifts that you can use, all of that goes into where you see God calling you. Run your race. Keep your eyes on Jesus. And that way you won't lose heart or grow weary. And one of the best things about being part of a church community is that when you do have those days where you just need to sit out on the sideline or when the day gets too long or hard, that's where a church community comes in and prays for you and allows you to rest. They can even pick you up and carry you down your call. Whatever you need in community is what is given to you. 
And there will be days, and there must be days, when you're sitting in the bleacher seats of those who you inspire. Perhaps the charge I gave our senior class could be the same one I give all of us, you and me today. Let us make our way into the bleacher stands of others who are running their race. Because together, there's a lot of tracks out on their field. There's a lot of lanes to run in. We're going to be running along with others. We're going to be enduring much. But together, we can do so much more. So I'll leave you with this story from the Special Olympics. So for all of you who have ever seen a game televised or gone in person, there's a story that came out years ago, and it's actually a story that tends to repeat itself year after year when it comes to the track component of the day. One story that came out some years ago talked about the girl that was kind of last of all the lanes. Other kids that ran around her were doing loops around her, and she was struggling to get to that second loop while they kept going and going. Well, about 20 feet from that second time around, she fell. And everyone, all the other kids on that track stopped where they were. Some of them were many loops ahead. Everyone was ahead in some way, and they all stopped. And those who were in front of her stopped and went backwards. And together, they lifted her off the ground, two on one side, two on the other, and they picked her up, and together they came across the finish line. That's what it's like to be in community. That's what it's like to run the race together, that we know that Jesus is always looking at us, our cloud of witnesses encouraging us, and now we can renew our strength we can run and not be weary, as the prophet Isaiah declares. So may you find this message encouraging. May you give yourself grace when you take a time out. May you give yourself grace when you just need a moment to reflect on your past and you shake off those things long forgiven by Christ. Just be unburdened, for Jesus is praying for you today. God bless you. Amen. Let us turn our hearts and minds to God in prayer. Let us pray. Transforming God, as we daily seek to follow in the footsteps of your son Jesus and to walk in his way, let our lives witness to his love. Let our words bring reconciliation. Let our thoughts be of peace. Let our touch bring healing. Let our actions count for justice. We rejoice at being servants, Lord, and we pray for ourselves a renewed commitment to following Jesus, Jesus who is our way, our truth, and our life. Ever-present God, we give you thanks that you have summoned us by your Spirit, called us into community, led us by faith, and inspired us for service. We praise your name and give you thanks. Amen. Are you disappointed? Are you desperate for help? You know what it's like to be tired and only a shell of yourself. 
or you start to believe you don't have what it takes cause it's all you can do just to move much less finish the race but don't forget what lies And now for your blessing, I would ask that you hold your arms in front of you and that you would cup your hands together to receive it. 
always remember that wherever you are on the track of life, that Jesus has already gone before you. Jesus is ahead of you. Jesus is beside you, running with you. He's behind you, encouraging you. He's all around, his spirit in and through you. And where you are tired, he will give you rest. And where you feel lonely, he'll come to you as a companion. Where you are in need of others in this time of COVID, just look around, reach out to others. And also remember that he is with you every step of the way. And at times when you don't feel his presence, make sure to look up at your bleachers. Make sure to pay attention as you're going from one thing to the next, because there will be a sign that he is with you. And that will be a message just for you. And then know that you are his living sign to others. The things that you've gone through and experienced can help others through theirs. So I commission you and charge you to be a sign for Christ. And now as you go, may God go with you. Amen. Too much.